Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'll be speaking on context and to give you a flavor for what we'll be touching on. Both you and I could look at the same situation, but due to the lens that we look through could come away with two completely different takeaways. I'm not sure if you've heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect, but essentially it's this idea of thinking that we know more than we know about a subject. And it's tricky to identify when you are participating in this Dunning-Kruger effect. It requires you to have the ability to question yourself. And this segues nicely. The quality of the questions we ask correlate to the quality of the answers we receive. So if you want a better life, we have to ask better questions. And to ask better questions, we have to take a look at what we're putting into our mind and bodies. Because the thesis here is energy. If you have low energy, you probably won't question anything. Or if you do question anything, it will be low quality questions due to your energy level. You see, it's all connected. On the other hand, if you have a high quality mental and physical intake, that increases the likelihood drastically that you'll be asking good, deep questions. See, for example, this is not a deep question, but it shows you the difference between a shit and a good question. So why do I look so bad? It's just a horrible question. But what can I do right now to start working toward creating a better image physically and mentally of myself? Similar question, but completely different answer. By asking that second question, you are framing it in a way that is going to lead you to an action that's going to make you feel better. Meanwhile, the first question is just going to make you feel horrible when you answer it. So that's a great thing that you can start paying attention to is what are the quality of the questions that you and your your acquaintances or friends are asking? You want to be around people who ask good questions. Here, it's important for us to understand how our past experiences correlate into our future. So the context of our life, how it links to who we are right now at this moment. And we need to understand how programming works. So your subconscious mind is always listening. And the conscious mind can only take on about, I think, seven different things at once. The subconscious mind is much more powerful than your conscious mind. And this emphasizes the importance of understanding what programming is. See, every little piece of information that you see or hear, it is consumed by your subconscious. Whether you're actually paying conscious attention to it or not, That doesn't matter. Like, for example, you're driving, you're paying attention to the road, but the radio is on and you hear an ad. Maybe you're not paying attention to the advertisement, 
but your subconscious is totally listening to the advertisement. And there are effects of what you consume in your subconscious. And this is what programming is. And this emphasizes the importance of being detailed and intentional with what you allow into your ears and into your eyes. <laughs> if we lack intention in this area, then we end up being programmed by someone else. The people who run the advertisements, the marketers, etc. They know what they're doing. They understand how human psychology and human behavior is very tightly correlated to purchasing decisions. Emotions is the underlying theme here. See, this is what is interesting about sales is how you, if you're a salesman, are specifically saying and asking certain things in a specific way to push specific buttons. See, people don't buy off of a lack of emotion. People buy due to emotional feelings. And if you can push their pain points or make them very enthusiastic about a potential benefit or result, you're going to be much more likely to close that sale because people buy off emotions and great results get their emotions going and so do their pain points. So that's interesting. That is a example of the underlying context of why sales involves psychology because people buy with emotion. And another thing with sales is People buy from those whom they trust. So if you can make them feel that they're understood and heard, they're much more likely to trust you and therefore purchase whatever you're marketing. It's, it's super interesting. The world is not as it is. The world is as you are. If you see yourself as confident, open, loving, etc., you're going to find those qualities in the world. And if you're a victim who's depressed, you're going to find things to be depressed about. <laughs> it isn't rocket science, but it surely is interesting. I didn't know that this is how the world worked. But it, it's interesting how once you become aware of programming, you come to this realization, wait, I have so many things that I need to unlearn, whether it's belief systems, addictions, bad habits, attachments. There are a lot of things that they, what you're doing might be harming you more than what you're not doing. It, it might be subtracting things rather than adding that is going to change your life. For example, if you are drinking alcohol, eating processed food often, you can literally change your life so quickly by learning how to quit those habits. <laughs> the actual execution of removing those habits is much easier said than done because you have created wiring within your physiology and your body. Well, 
that is the same thing. Your physiology is your body, but your body and your mind is what I meant to say. You've created wiring and it is more difficult to unlearn than to learn new things, which is interesting. And honestly, I think what is just as important as learning is knowing what and how to unlearn. And it's, it's mind-blowing how before we improve our lives, usually we're just better off subtracting things, which is counterintuitive. I, no one really told me this. I stumbled upon it myself and hmm, think about that yourself. Is there, well, what are you doing on a daily basis that you know you shouldn't be doing? Like there will be something that maybe, maybe it's okay. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but then there will be other things where you know for example, watching porn. If you're a man who wants to be ripped, have a, a healthy relationship with a beautiful, loving woman, you can't be wasting your energy on, you know, girls who are selling their bodies online, because that's the truth. If you want a beautiful, etc., a loving, caring woman who works hard on herself, why would you be wasting your energy on girls who are selling their bodies, selling their lives for money. Because that, that to me, that's two completely different women right there. <laughs> the context of creating a great life is understanding that most frequently the short-term easy route leads you down a long-term destructive route, which is... Hmm, why is that the case? Well, because the easy actions are usually things that are instantly gratifying. And that which is instant pleasure usually is not healthy for you in the big picture. And this correlates to the idea of self-sabotage and manipulation. See, your mind's tricky and if you have cre you've crafted up an addiction your mind will create many justifications for you to continue uh, participating in that addiction and this is where having having a bit of a bigger picture context can really guide you because if you deeply understand this concept of the difference between delayed gratification and instant gratification, then you can be more aware of your own self-deception mechanisms that are operating at any given moment. The rationalizations you make for continuing the things that you're addicted to. And so this is, this is a good one. Um, the voice is only negative because it knows what you can become and your actions currently don't align with who you can become. So it, that alludes to the fact that not all pain and uncomfortable emotion is a bad thing. It, it's determined by what you do because of the pain. You kind of have two options. Option one is 
to cower up and be a little pussy, to continue to let the pain take you over, and then you continue your addictions. Or number two is transmuting the pain into fuel to make a positive change. So what my whole journey started with was pain. I just got sick of being sick and tired. And I said, you know what? I got to make some changes. So <laughs> it's interesting how, and this ties back to what I said earlier, you and I could both look at the same situation, but come away with two different perceptions. Why is that the case? Eh? It's due to the context of our lives, how we were programmed through our parents, our education system, the videos we watched, the TV shows, etc. So we're always being programmed. And what I want to remind you of is you have a choice what you program yourself with. Um, what changed my life very deeply was getting intentional with what I consume. So no more short form content for me. I switched to long form lectures and studying and that helped me a lot. And then also just saying, I don't need this entertainment. Like all, if I want to, I'll watch a 20 minute show or something like that, but not nothing more. Like, it's hard. It's hard to share how exactly you can convince yourself that doing the work is more important than entertainment. But I guess what I would leave you with on that part is what is your alternative to doing the work? Ponder that. Journal it. What is your alternative to doing the work? <laughs> For me, it sounded like a cubicle until I was 65, and that really disgusted me. So that was great motivation for me to get working. The context of your life is that you were dealt a certain hand. You were born in a certain place with parents of a specific nature, etc. And something that I I was stumped on for a bit was wishing that my hand was different. Oh my, would I compare to others, especially on social media when I was younger, and say and think things along the lines of, oh, woe is me, my life is so hard. Why couldn't I be that person? <laughs> Such a toxic mindset. And so what's the conclusion? The conclusion is you accept the hand you were dealt because that's your only option. What are you going to do? Complain and dwell forever? See, there are just some actions that do not benefit you at all. And it's our job to identify those actions and remove them from our lives because it well, I would say only if you want a good life, but who doesn't want a good life? I, I don't know. I'm sure there are some people out there who who <laughs> are stuck in their own ways. But it, by working on ourselves, we can transmute anything, truly. We can take, for example, there are many humans out there who, no parents, no parents, born in ghettos, and they made it. They became 
intelligent, they built skills, they compounded their invested energy throughout time, and they've turned themselves into beautiful people who are positive, wise, physically and mentally successful, and at peace deep within. And that's a possibility for anyone. It's, it comes down to, <laughs> are you willing to do the work? And that's, that's what changes your life. Are you willing to do the work? See, we all have a decision. I mean, you can very well follow the pre-paven route. And there are many people who are meant to follow that route because uh, I don't know exactly why, but that's just what they feel is right. And if they feel that's right, then that is what's right for them. But then there are going to be people like you and I who want to do the opposite of that, who desire to create a life built upon freedom, a life that we designed detail by detail, an everyday experience that is enjoyable, fulfilling, meaningful, and that allows us to do what we'd like when we'd like. And, you know, that's just me. That's what I desire. I do not like to be constrained. Oh my gosh. Is it annoying when humans tell you what to do? And that's why I very much, I gently recommend, I plant seeds, I say, hey, maybe you could consider trying this. Language, language. See, if you learn how to articulate yourself well, um, founded upon the psychological understanding of human behavior, then it's not like you're manipulating people, but you can figure out how to, how to guide things, how to steer the ship in a certain direction without forcing things to happen. So it's this fine balance. See, if we force things, that that's not good, not one bit. And we need to figure out how to be this sort of guide. Like, here, here's the reality. I'm looking for people who are on this journey already, who still are experiencing pain and road bumps, Specifically, you have a harsh internal judge or critic that that voice within your mind is, is not friendly. And if you want to change that and overcome that, I can help you. Um, some other pain points would be you're lacking confidence. You don't have the dream body that you would desire. And your relationship with yourself is not nearly as smooth as it could be. Like when you look in the mirror, you should be able to gently smile at yourself and say, hey, you're doing well. I'm proud of you. And if you can't say that, I can help you. I can help guide your ship. I'm not doing the work for you, but I can guide you in this process. So what I'll do, I'll put link in description. And if you're interested in being guided in potentially working with me, then that's how you can see if we're a good fit by checking out that link in description. I'll leave you with this. The power is in your hands and you need to pay attention to that inner judge and your sabotaging tendencies. They're telling you something if you'll listen to them. And you choose what lens that you look through. Remember, if you want to be a pessimist, well, then you can live a negative life. But if you choose 
to look for solutions, to focus on what you can control, your life is going to get better. That's inevitable. So here's a few just practical tips that I'd recommend you focus on if you want to work on yourself. Number one, clean up your nutrition. Removal of processed foods for the most part, I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but for the most part, 80% of the time, you should not be eating that bullshit. And I would say even raise your standards so that when you use the 80-20 rule, the 20% of the things that you're snacking on or view as a treat is not processed food, but rather healthy. <laughs> For example, there's uh, plenty of treats that you can make with fruits. Like I, I enjoy chocolate, but for example, like frozen bananas sliced in half with some peanut butter and chocolate, to me, that's a treat. And it's much better than a processed, <laughs> don't get me started, hostess, whatever, whatever bullshit they make nowadays. Okay, create an exercising routine. The best routine is the routine that you'll follow. I work out seven days a week. I've been lifting for eight plus years. I don't expect you to start off doing what I'm doing. So craft up a routine that you can do. And <laughs> another plug in description, I've built out a course and there are tiers. If you want to get to the exercise portion, I think that is in tier two, but you could go tier zero and test it out for, I think, $2. So <laughs> that's up to you. It's a great course. It'll teach you so much, but if you want to invest in yourself, I'll leave that door open. And third, educate yourself daily for at least one hour. So this could be listening to a podcast. This could be reading a book. This could even be journaling and getting to know yourself just for one hour a day. And you don't have to do it in one session. Like if you want to journal 25 minutes on, five minutes off, 25 minutes on, five minutes off, you could do that. Or if you want to read for 50 minutes straight, you could do that. Or if you want to read for 10 pages, you get it. It's like whatever is going to get you to start building these habits, that's where you start. Of course, you kick up intensity after you've built a habit, but the, the worst thing anyone can do is start so intense that they burn out and they don't build consistency. Like, what is the point of that? So conclusion, I make these videos for you and for I because expressing myself is healthy and it's enjoyable. I very much enjoy this. So if you found value, all I ask, Please share this with a like-minded friend. Share this, tell them why you listened, what you enjoyed, what's different about the video. And also, if you could just drop me a like, I'd greatly appreciate that. Get the algorithm going, baby. That's, <laughs> that's what we're about. And if you wanna interact, I'm always open to listening to what you have to say and having a good conversation. So. If you have any thoughts, takeaways, let me know down below. And I appreciate you. Hope your day's been well. And let's continue to work on ourselves. That's, that's the key, working on ourselves. That's how we make the world better. Much love. Have a good day.